Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. Had some pre-planned athletic directors meetings at the Southeastern Conference Tournament as we always do. We had a full agenda and we didn't get past item number one, which was the coronavirus for eight for eight hours. And um, just one change after another for you know those eight hour periods uh, when we were meeting on on Wednesday. And it's just, um, it's amazing how quickly this snowball uh, ran down the hill. That was Hunter Yurtek this morning on the show with No Name. They did a great job with him, and I appreciate him making himself available today. I'm sure he had a lot of media requests, and he is not happy and did not get an alert about the NCAA tournament being canceled. But, I mean, again, you would think if anybody's in the mix, it's athletic directors and Power 5 conferences at middle, but uh, minimum rather. But, anyway, disappointing. So, there you go. I mean, we can do a red-white report, but it amounts to there's nothing going on. No baseball. No basketball. No football for spring. No women's basketball. No. You said softball. I did Track and field. Track and field is uh, – they had some big things brewing. It's crazy. It's crazy. Let's bring in Tom Murphy. He's on top of everything up in Fayetteville. And, Tom, these are unprecedented times for us for sure. And uh, certainly a disappointing day, but understandable, but disappointing, I guess, is the best way to say it from yesterday. Oh, yeah, definitely. And um, so many different ramifications. I mean, athlete eligibility, are there suspensions or cancellations? And and uh, I commend Hunter Juracek uh, for, you know, kind of being out front and echoing Greg Sankey's remarks from yesterday about just kind of being blindsided by the NCAA's unilateral decision uh, and the lack of communication from their standpoint of about canceling the winter and spring championships. So um, I, I know that there's a lot of meetings going on today. I think uh, the SEC and uh, is, is talking to the ADs today. And so um, the information will continue to roll out. It's, it's fast moving, that's for sure. Tom, I understand a lot and I agree with it a lot. The one thing that leaves me scratching my head is the the baseball, the, the College World Series and the softball, and it just feels like they reacted way too quick. I mean, that's June we're talking about. There's so many different things, and while, yeah, the baseball season's being canceled, postponed, delayed, whatever you want to say, we don't know what's going to happen a month from now. And, and, and maybe things, and hopefully things are great in the month, and play could resume you could figure out a way to still host the College World Series. Either they know um, a, a lot more than we do about this is going to take a lot longer than we think or we we don't have a clue, but I, I, I just mm-hmm. I don't understand why the rush to cancel that yesterday. Completely agreed, and um, that's the thing. I mean, if the SEC is, was, had said that we're going to wait till March 30th and then kind of reevaluate or be constantly reevaluating. Mm-hmm wait until at least March, March the 30th. And then you think about all the, the reasons that you would play the rest of the season if things simmer down. Um, guys who have professional careers ahead, um, just the, the routine of competition and all, you, you want to get back in routine as quickly as you can. And who's to say things could settle down? And maybe the NCAA was aware, uh, had more info, intel on where they think the spread of the, the disease is going. But I agree that uh, it, I, that that to me seemed to be the unified message from 
the people in the SEC who spoke about it, like Ray Tanner yesterday, he was on the Paul Firebomb show, how they were all caught off guard by the NCAA doing that. And the thing is, the NCAA is, is, is these institutions all combined. And, I mean, they, they are the unified voice of it. But um, the institutions, I, I think, were, were upset about it. And um, they, they expressed that. So um, still so many events to unfold. Uh, I would like to have think, think that, that, that maybe they resume baseball and the other spring sports, softball and so on. Track and field, I mean, there's, a, there's championships is in June, too. Mm. So, um, you know, I, I think we'll probably get some word today about where practice is headed as far as spring football, unless something was announced in the last 10 or 15 minutes, guys. No. I mean, has, has there something come out? No, I know there's a meeting taking place, a, a, a teleconference with all the ADs about spring practice, but I have not seen that. Right. And the thing I'm worried about or the thing that it just seems to be headed toward is the conferences, other conferences, have limited or, or cut off their spring football or, or postponed it, and that may be the case. And for Arkansas, you go through a coaching change, and this is the most critical, mm. you know, spring period they're going to have, um, and this could end up, you know, influencing or or cutting off the amount of spring practice they get. And there's only so much time in the calendar before you start playing football again next fall. And I understand the coronavirus. And the pandemic and the spread and all that is a whole lot more important of an issue. But we all operate with a thought that at some point this is, you know, going to, you know, subside and we're going to try to get back to normal. But we just don't know when that's going to be. And uh, in the short term, Arkansas football looks like it's set to, to suffer from it. Tom, this is one of those cases I would think that you could have the potential to – get together as a as a group and say, look, spring practice was canceled, but these guys need to have some kind of practices, time together. Maybe it becomes summer and they change the rules for a year. Yeah, I, I would say right now that every every potentiality is on the table. Yeah, yeah. For can't rule out anything. Should, what's that? You can't rule out anything. I'm sorry to interrupt. No, that's okay. Yeah, but that's absolutely the case. You can't rule out anything. I mean, they've already – made unprecedented decisions, and um, overall, the, the, the thought is that we've got to see what happens with the spread, and they're doing all the measures they feel responsible to try to reduce or eliminate the spread, and that's why I thought March 30th was a good gap um, that Greg Sankey explained, um, an interim period to, you know, evaluate and see where things go from there, but um, who knows if there's going to be um, hard, fast decisions that come out of the meetings the SEC has today. To me, Tom, and I'd like to get your thoughts on this, the, 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 and I've said this before today, the, the ramifications or the, uh, the narrative, rather, is going to change once testing becomes readily available, and obviously things will change substantially once we have a vaccine available. And, again, the timetable is critical because uh, you may miss your window on all these spring sports. I, I think that's what it's going to take, though, before they're comfortable moving forward. Absolutely. That's, that's what it's going to take. And, um, and who knows about all the testing? I mean, you read things online and you just see stuff come through. You know, if you follow Twitter uh, mm-hmm. where some, some labs have made great advances and so – um, these are unprecedented times. I mean, I'm, it seems to me the H1N1 was, you know, a lot more serious a few years ago, and it didn't quite get the 
uh, widespread, I don't even want to call it hysteria, but just focus. Mm-hmm. I mean, the entire country seems to be talking about this and how we're going to deal with it and, and move forward and try to get back to our normal lives. There's a run on toilet paper everywhere. Why? I don't know, but there is. And, well, we talked about that uh, earlier, for those who missed it. there's a. I read this psychologist was weighing in on That's people trying to take some kind of control in their lives. And it's a reaction. Ah. It's an odd reaction, but it's, I got to do something. What am I going to do? I got to go buy a bunch of crap. My buddy, no pun intended, my buddy uh, my buddy <laughs> said he was out at Sam's today, and he said a lot of the frozen goods were were bought. You know, it's it just, I think people are stocking up, and it's, you know, I don't know. I just, they, they want to maintain some kind of control. It's like, I, I can't just sit here. I feel I'm healthy, so I need to plan ahead. I yeah. got to go do something. I don't know what else I can do. Yeah. That makes sense, man. Yeah. To control what you can control. And I mean, I, I bought a few extra frozen meat items yesterday when I was shopping. They're like, eh, I'm not a panic guy, but I'm just going to have these and have them in my deep freeze just in case. So I guess we all react in our own ways, man. You know, I joked about it yesterday, Tom, and you'll have appreciation for this. I said back in the day, I would have been fine using newspaper for out of toilet paper, but now I'm stuck with the iPad and that's not going to work. <laughs> you know, so. Oh, man. Times have changed, you know, man. I, today, I am a big face toucher. I twirl my mustache. I mm-hmm. I. I do my beard, and I've been at least cognizant of the fact that I touch my face a lot. I just went to the bank, and the guy who, who took my check was wearing, you know, latex gloves. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, well, that's where we are today, and I get it. I certainly didn't think any less of him for doing that and thought it was pretty smart. But uh, you take all the precautions you can. Uh, looks like we're going to have a lot of things where we avoid large crowds. I think it's already impacted the Arkansas Sports Hall of Fame induction for tonight. Yeah, we're about to, so, we're going to get an update on that a little bit later. We've got uh, there's going to be a tweak to that. It looks like, but yeah, you yeah. know, with social distancing is our new catchphrase, Tom. And frankly, mm-hmm. I'm in favor of it at all times. So this is a good thing. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you know, from our standpoint, we we just want to cover what happens on a you know what happens today in Arkansas sports, and then move forward day by day by day and. And that's all you can do. I mean, you go about, try to go about your daily lives, but take, take the precautions that make sense. And um, hopefully there's a, there's a, as Greg Sankey said yesterday, he hopes that uh, it starts diminishing immediately. And, you know, that would be the best outcome for us all. Have you had any conversation, and I realize it's so early, so it's not really even a fair question, but I'll ask it. Uh, mm-hmm. Any conversation or thoughts about the financial impact related to, just let's just say the University of Arkansas specifically. Again, these are, as I was telling Wes earlier, this is not the primary concern by any means. I just thought it was interesting. Baseball, I don't know if baseball is a revenue generator, but certainly they do a lot better than most baseball programs do. But the other sports this time of year typically are not revenue generating. And you're honoring scholarships. You're not getting any income from them, but you're also not having to deal with the travel. I'm, I'm curious how, all, from a budgetary standpoint, how all that washes out. Absolutely. I, it certainly crossed my mind. It's on the checklist of things that you pursue as, um, as the story continues to unfold. Uh, haven't had any preliminary conversation. I mean, right now, U of A folks are, are are in the stage of you know what our next steps are going to be. The financial aspects of it, I would say, come down the line. I mean, Clayton Hamilton doing his job at U of A. I'm certainly sure he's thinking about that, uh, but we won't know exactly um, how how it all shakes out. And think about the NCAA tournament. What do they do with all the money that they've? You know, the the sponsorships and the TV rights and all, Hmm. you know, there's so many ramifications that go in with these decisions that uh, it's it's a little bit mind-boggling. 
and it's it's a lot of money. And I, yeah. I wouldn't I wouldn't consider it so much lost money, but um, it's uh, reapportioned or or make good down the line. Yeah, I don't know. Well, that's the question. Yeah, if Target's spending ten million dollars or whatever on the NCAA tournament, I'm just throwing them out there as an example. Do you go back to them and go, okay, well, we can take your spots on CBS and spread them over the next three months. We just won't be during the NCAA tournament. That's the thing. I mean, we can do make goods around here on stuff like that, but we're talking about a significantly smaller number of uh, a smaller amount of money uh, with clients. And this is, I mean, yeah, you're talking about one of the most lucrative sporting events. I mean, other than the Super Bowl, it's and it might be collectively more lucrative than the Super Bowl. I don't know when you look at the the distance or the period of time that it's played over. So, I mean, yeah, that, yeah. that's fascinating. Heard Danny Sheridan talking about from the gambling aspect yesterday oh. on Paul Feinbaum that the handle regarding the NCAA tournament, the handle, illegal, legal, and all that, is above $10 billion. Um, and, and that's not – that's just the betting part of it. It's not how much they make. Mm-hmm. But uh, truly fascinating big number stuff. And I'll tell you, you think about this applies to um, everything we've got going on, the stock market, the supply chain, um, and it just shows how interconnected we all are and how the globe um, has, has become, you know, a small world in some way. As I continue to look for an occasional positive in all this, there is some guy who was going to bet thousands of dollars on the NCAA tournament that would have lost his butt. And now he's not going to because he doesn't have that opportunity. <laughs> so you know what? To that guy, you're welcome. Yesterday, <laughs> yesterday I got a tip from somebody on a horse at Oakland. name names? No, I'm not going to name names. And uh, it was in the second race. Just tell me what his name sounds like. And so uh, we were, you know, at the, at the uh, state finals, and I didn't have very good reception. And I went in there and second race, bet the horse five across to win, place, and show, hit submit, and it just circled, twirl, 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 twirl. I couldn't get a good enough reception for it to take my bet. And uh, we came out of the timeout, and I'm doing the play-by-play and for the game. And I looked back down, and race was over. I looked. It didn't ever take my bet. I looked at the finish. The horse didn't come in the money. So I felt like I won $15 right there. I was like, oh, I'm a winner. It didn't take my bet. So I, 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 can, uh, I feel empathy for the guy who's not going to lose money on the NCAA tournament. It's found money, man. There's no doubt about it. Yeah, yep. there's no that question. was nice. Uh, what are they going to do with baseball? Can, can, they, can they practice? Can they meet? What, what, what are the players going to do, or what are they able to do? I think that's what today is, is about, or at least they'll take a step forward in in saying that's what to, you know. What here's what we plan to do. Here's the tentative plan. Uh, we're going to postpone this, um, or we're going to allow you guys to practice um, in certain in, in certain restrictions. Um, I think we'll start getting a little more clarity today, and then uh, the spring football is the big one. You know whether or not they actually start it get a week's worth in and we're three days in before spring break occurs. And then there's the real big issue of when spring break is over, uh, what do you do with the guys who've come back from Florida or wherever they've gone to? What were they exposed to? So just a whole lot of questions. And even two weeks from now when um, spring break would be over, more questions. So do they extend spring break? I think I understood yesterday to hear that that South Carolina and another school had were on spring break, but they were going to extend it by a week. Mm. So people are just trying to buy some time to see what the spread looks like day to day. And uh, it, it, it only makes sense. And um, hopefully hopefully we don't have too many great overreactions. And, and that seems to me 
to be what the frustration was from the SEC standpoint yesterday regarding the NCAA announcement. I mean this as serious as I can say it. I'm so glad this didn't happen when I was in college because that meant instead of going to Mexico for four or five days, we would have gone for two weeks. We might never have come back. <laughs> you, and that whole online studying? Uh, you you would have been oh you no no and I say I've been like we I w- I would have been the same. Well, the first of all, there wasn't such a thing as online. Cor- yeah. Secondly, my Sega Genesis would have been calling me, and it would have been a lot of Madden time. That's for sure. But I can only imagine how much tequila I would have drank in college if we were freed up for two weeks for spring break. Dear Lord. Anyway, uh, hopefully it all gets resolved quickly. Oh, Tom, one last thing I was going to ask you about: What about tickets and suite holders for baseball specifically at this time of year? What happens there? Um, that goes in the category of I'm not sure. It's like, like Greg Sankey told the network yesterday, sometimes you have to be comfortable with saying, I don't know. Um, that's right. And that, that's, that's how I am. I mean, they'll, they'll have to discuss what that means, just like they do with advertisers and so on, uh, make goods down the line or, or just what have you. I, mm-hmm. my, in my heart of heart, hearts, I have this hope that SEC baseball resumes um, these guys can continue to train themselves for their professional careers down the line, and we get back to a sense of normalcy. Um, but we, we won't know that answer, um, at least no, not immediately. But we're going to play the regular season, and then they cancel the World Series, so we're not going to have a championship. Is that what we're going to do? Well, I mean, Hey, the SEC why, tournament why? might, for the first time ever in baseball, be relevant because that's your greatest achievement of the year. Finally, people are going to be like, I really want to win that SEC tournament this year because that's when the season's over. I, I would like that to be – I'd like that to happen. Yeah. I don't know if it will. Yeah, we'll see. SEC, it means more. Put it all together. Well, listen, if there's no College World Series, it means a heck of a lot more yeah. this year for sure. It's the first time anybody would actually want to win it. They're like, oh, we're going to use all our pitching. We're burning everybody. We're going all in. I love it. All right, see you, Tom. Thanks for the time, buddy. Good luck. you got a lot of answers to uh, gather yep. over the next few days for sure. Absolutely sure, man. Y'all hang in there. All right, see brother. You, appreciate you. You know, I've never really even wanted to go to the SEC baseball tournament in Hoover. If there's an SEC baseball, you know, long way from that happening. But if it happened, I want us there. Yeah. I, I mean. If that's the end of the season, for yeah, sure. I want to be we'll there. We'll go. Yeah. I've never wanted to go, but it was, if it was meaningful, yeah. finally. Um, You know, I feel bad for Tom, too. And, you know, we're whining here about, oh, God, how are we going to fill three hours? How's the morning show going to fill four hours? What are we going to talk about? What are we going to do? I'd like to fill a newspaper. Hmm. I mean. But, again, there are a lot of news-related stories to sports. The thing that's scary is it's so undetermined. Like, look, with 9-11, it was, it was horrific. The worst day in American history. But you knew there was an end in sight when sports would resume at an appropriate time. We don't know. This is weird. John's in Lone Oak. What's up, John? What's up, man? How are you? Good. Hey, I just want to let people know what's really going on about the coronavirus. Here we go. They're they're going to crash the economy. That's what they're trying to do. Who's that? Who's they? Well, the government, and then... Why would the government want to do that? Well, that's what... I mean, that's just what they're trying to do. They're trying... For what? I don't want to get into all that. I'm just letting you know. You just want to say something insane and then just leave it at that. Okay, that makes sense. No, 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 no. If you want to look it up, you can go... No, I don't want to look it up. I want you to explain it to me. You're the one calling a radio station, popping off about something that doesn't make any sense, and then you don't want to fill me in on the gap. So go ahead. Okay. Well, okay. Also, there's going to be 33 million people die from the pandemic. Okay. In in America or in general? The whole world. 
No, the whole world. Just, oh, okay. just the whole world. Right. Yeah. Do, do you want me to tell you where to go look up? Nah, I don't think so. Sounds crazy. Uh, get back to me, though. Hey, Navy Mike. Yeah, you guys got some interesting callers today, but... Um, Most of them have been reasonable. I don't know about that guy. Is that the first time that Navy Mike comes on and, and I was like, thank goodness. Navy yeah. Mike. <laughs> Are you serious, Wes? Come on, man. I'm not. I'm not but, you know, um, I knew this domino was going to follow the, the XFL, which I really enjoy. Um, you canceled their, the rest of their season. They were, they were only halfway through it. But, you know, Vince is, McMahon's a kajillionaire, so he, he paid his guys what they would have made the base pay for the whole season. So that, that was pretty cool for them. You know, because they were auditioning some of them to get back in the league. But um, I, I had a question: What your thoughts on maybe uh, Heston and Casey? Mm-hmm. If it's like another year, probably doesn't do much more for them when, than what they already have. Like they're they're both potential first rounders, especially Hurt Heston. And uh, I'll hang up and listen. I'll get you guys thoughts on that and whatnot. And uh, thanks for having me. Yeah, you know that's why <laughs> this sucks for the players. And, and, it sucks for the fans when you, you think about it. You got two potential first round picks, and that's never happened for Arkansas baseball in one year. And we're not potentially not get to watch them play. I mean, this is a team that could have won it all, and you're robbed of that opportunity. They're robbed of that opportunity. But yeah, there would be no reason for them to come back. They're eligible for the draft. They've done. They've proven that they're great college players. They wouldn't. They wouldn't come back. They go make that money mm-hmm. and start that professional career and start the path to the big leagues. True that. All right, we will uh, hit a break. It's eleven twenty-eight. Clint Sterner is supposed to join us after the break. See how he's doing. Oh, even in a big market like Houston, they got to be struggling to figure it out down there too. I mean, there's a lot of moving parts there with all the different colleges they've got. Professional sports impact. I mean, it's wild. So I do want to tell you that if uh, I mean the world does go on around us, both good and bad. In addition to what's happening related to this but if you are someone who's got your house on the market you're worried about what's going on with coronavirus but you're still worried about trying to sell your house got to get the right agent folks pete and priscilla's greenbrier home had been listed with two other agents they wanted to find somebody a little more assertive and they talked to a lot of agents they were excited when they saw dustin turner's marketing plan they hired him he put their house on the market under his direction and put his plan in action. And even though their home had been on the market for over a year, he was able to bring them an offer in only 11 days. Folks, this is the guy you want working for you. This is the agent I'd use if I was selling my home. It's Dustin Turner. Reach them at, him and his team, 501-952-2969. Online at hometeamsoldit.com. 501-952-2969. Dustin Turner, skip the prepping, the showings, the open houses. Go to sold. Do not pass go. Do not collect $200. Collect a lot more. He can help you negotiate through multiple offers to get the most money. It's Dustin Turner, the kind of agent you want working for you. He's one of a kind. Be back. You know, Greg Sankey has been unbelievable, unbelievable in how he has communicated and how he has rallied our conference, and we have done everything in unison. Um, We have made decisions collectively as 14-member institutions, and uh, his leadership during this last 72 hours has been incredible, and I can't uh, thank him enough for that. We have seen better days. Hunter Juracek praising his commissioner and trashing the NCAA a little bit today. I kind of like it. Took a shot at him. Not very good communication from the top. Not very surprising. For me, at least. Let's go to the Brandon Moving and Storage Hotline. 
and talk to Mr. Sterner as it is Friday and time to talk. Clint Sterner on the zone is brought to you by Arkansas Golf and Power Sports. Third down and 10, ball at the 24 of Alabama. Again, out of the shotgun, Sterner awaiting the snap. Here comes the Alabama rush. Sterner flexed out of the pocket, throws complete. Davenport at the 18, the 15, the 10. Davenport, touchdown! Oh my, what an unbelievable play! Arkansas Golf and Power Sports has the perfect vehicle for whatever you're doing. Golf, play, work, or hunting. Easy go golf carts and expresses, including the popular Elite Lithium Freedom RXV. Located conveniently in downtown Little Rock at the corner of Capitol Avenue and Interstate 30 East. Turner, play action, looking, pumps, throws down the middle. Before we bring Clint on, I have some breaking news from north of the river. Sad news. The April 19th performance of Baby Shark Live at Simmons Blank Arena is being rescheduled for a later date. I know. I don't know what we're going to do. But the concert that was scheduled for tonight, or is scheduled for tonight, is going on as planned. They saw fit to cancel their next stop along their tour, but they're going to go ahead and play tonight. But Baby Shark, you'll have to wait on. How many people will be there tonight? 6,000 or so, I was told. Are you going? (laughs) Oh, you're so funny. Thank you. Let's bring in Clint Sterner. Clint, uh, I'll let you know on the reschedule for Baby Shark, and we'll get together on that one. Yeah, I appreciate that, brother. Keep me posted. <laughs> How you doing? Man, I'm doing good. I'm, I'm uh, doing good, making the, making the best of a tough situation with uh, with all sports coming to a halt over the last 24 hours. So, um, you know, it's 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 all good, though. I mean, it's, it's, yesterday was an interesting day in, in radio, as I'm sure you guys can can imagine, um, and inexperienced. But it, it was good, man. It's it, Look, it's the off season. Outside of football, is supposed to be difficult, man. And down here where I'm at, I've got uh, I got the Astros scandal. Uh, the Texans are always interesting. I got the Rockets trying to play small ball, and the wheels coming off about a week ago. And now we got a little coronavirus action and how it impacts the world of sports. So it's uh, been a busy time that typically would be slow and full of vacation. The uh, mayor here in Little Rock, and I'm sure elsewhere in Central Arkansas, they're trying to limit large gatherings of folks. What is it, 250 or more, I guess? Yeah. What's the word in Houston specifically as far as the impact? Yeah, I mean, exactly that. I mean, I think it's the same message across the board, man. Is, is I mean, Obviously, they canceled the rodeo, um, which was a big-time deal. They were one of the last, I guess, I guess, music festival, sports entertainment type of type of events that, that canceled. They tried to hang on as long as they could. But, uh, yeah, man, it's the same thing, man. I mean, anything that's coordinated, anything that's sponsored, um, you know they're they're canceling those and encouraging everybody to to uh, to steer clear of, of large crowds, man. I mean, I, I mean the best the best I guess advice that I've got that I've received from people, you know, uh, throughout I guess all over the country with through radio radio uh, 
different call-ins is is to just be smart and respect it, man, and and not not be foolish like Rudy Gobert and 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 handle microphones and handle things in people's lockers and things like that. Uh, just respect it, and and we'll get through it. Because of the timing of this, as of right now, the NFL is the least impacted of any of the major sports. What do you think this does for free agency? Yeah, you know, I mean, I, I think free agency is going to be a struggle. I mean, obviously, you can't. Not, I mean, free agency when you're talking about um, your your players that are currently or that are set to become free agents on March the 18th. I guess maybe maybe it's been moved, but March the 18th, I believe, is when legal tampering the legal tampering period starts, and so. Your in-house free agent, you know, it, it obviously isn't going to affect that. You know, you know where they stand physically, um, so so you, and you got an idea of who you want, where they're at, and, and there's not a lot of travel required to get those to get those contracts signed, man. But once March 18 hits, and and officially, I guess March 20 or March 21, wherever the official date is of free agency to open, I, I think things are going to be complicated. Obviously, you don't want to sign anybody from another team until you've had a physical to you've had. And, and typically, um, you know, the, the team, the team trainers and the team doctors uh, are the ones that, that would, that would execute those, those physicals. And so I, it'll be interesting to see how free agency unfolds with the, with the travel issues. I, you know, I, I think with NFL teams having private jets and, and things of that nature, that if they really want to get a top free agent and want to get him in house sooner rather than later, I would imagine that they can make it happen, but it's definitely gonna it's definitely gonna complicate things, man. Clint, when uh, I look at the uh, some of the reports coming out of Dallas for the Cowboys, and they've said it hasn't really hurt their off season workouts. Guys are coming in and still working out, and you know the Cowboys are like everybody else, taking precautions to make sure everything's clean. And what what's going on with the Texans? Is it changing anything as far as uh, their off season workouts? Well, I think officially they, they closed their facility. I think several several uh, organizations yesterday, I think the Philadelphia Eagles uh, were the first the first NFL organization to close the facilities, and I think the, maybe the Dolphins and the Bills followed, and the Texans were shortly after that. Now, I, I think that has more to do with employees, uh, and you know the Texans facility is you know the, the weight room is literally in the NRG Stadium where you have the rodeo was going on. Now you've got people traipsing all over the grounds, tearing down carnivals and tearing down stages and removing, you know, dirt from the rodeo arena floor. And so you've got a lot of people in there. So it'll be interesting to see how they handle those kind of things. But Wes, I I would imagine that um, from the team standpoint, with all the major sports, I mean, I I think I know like spring, Major League Baseball spring training has been, been canceled. And and the NBA, obviously they're right now, their season's on hold. I don't know how they're going to, when they resume, I don't know if they're going to resume the regular season or, or playoffs, but when when it all happens between now and then, I've got to believe, man, that that they have that all these organizations have cleaned <clears throat> the facilities, have checked the, the players, have checked any staff that's coming in and out, and they're closely monitoring that stuff to where they can it, it it's business as usual. I mean, truth be told, this time of year, it come in and work out at you know there's a 6 a.m. group, there's an 8 a.m. group, there's a 10 a.m. group, there's a noon group. Um, you come in and get you get you a workout. And other than that, now there's some guys that need to lose weight, some guys that need to rehab, and that, that kind of thing. But from a team standpoint, it's about coming in and getting a workout in. So, um, I, as you mentioned, I don't think that it's impacting the NFL uh, much at all right now. Outside of free agency and outside of pro days and private meetings with with prospects, I mean, I think that's the biggest impact right now is pro days. And, and private meetings and, and workout sessions with these high-end 
prospects. That, that's where the NFL is feeling it right now. Clint, let's go to college real quick. Uh, the SEC is, uh, I think they're meeting right now, the uh, athletic directors, and they're talking about some spring sports and specifically spring football. Some have already started spring football. Some have uh, canceled it, postponed it. The Razorbacks were supposed to start tomorrow. No, Monday, I'm sorry, in three days. That's, for some reason, I thought today was Sunday. That's how crazy things have been. Uh, not, We don't know what's going to happen with spring ball, but just the position Arkansas is in right now with Sam Pittman, a new coaching staff, how important is it for Arkansas to have a spring football? Or maybe you have to change it and have summer football. You know, you change, have to change the rules with what we're dealing with right now. But just with a new coaching staff, that perspective – what is it that Arkansas could potentially be missing out on? I'm not worried about what they would miss out on. I think he should. I think he should take the lead, cancel it. I mean, at least postpone it. Not necessarily. They're using. We're throwing the word cancel around like canceling things forever, but at least push it back. I mean, the one thing that that no no sports organization, definitely not a university, but damn sure not Arkansas. The one thing you can't afford to do with this new coaching staff in place is that when when this. COVID-19 thing or coronavirus, when it's climbing and, it's, and people, it, we don't really know. There's a lot of unknowns right now. When it's climbing as far as uh, people testing positive and, and those numbers continue to rise, the last thing that I think any university, uh, any new coaching staff, any coaching staff can, can handle is, hey, we're going to go ahead and start spring ball and then one of these kids come down with it, uh, test positive for it, or, or somebody in the organization test positive. And then you got a, a, a huge amount of liability on your hands, and not to mention what that. It'd be awfully hard for me if I were if I were a coach. Started spring ball, something happened. It would be very difficult for me to walk into a parent's uh, home here in a couple of weeks and and tell that mom and dad that I've got the kid's best interest in, in mind. Mm-hmm. Um, and and all the while I chose to go go to a week of spring ball um, instead of instead of delay it and let this. Let the let the country get their get a handle on what the heck's going on here, man. I I think he should he should just he should take like just like who was it in the uh, Duke I guess with Duke and and Kansas both their basketball programs took the lead said hey we're we're done until further notice before the NCAA ever canceled the tournament. I think that's the way to go for for any coach at this point in time, man. This isn't something to play with. The best thing would have been is if they dropped out and then they said okay everything's going to be all right and then they held the tournament. That'd have been awesome. <laughs> With that, yeah, well, and Kentucky's Kansas, like we're out too. <laughs> Kansas was real quick to, to to come back and say, "Hey, we're not out of the tournament. We're just withdrawing from all activities right now until they figure things out." Oh, so, okay. uh, I don't I don't really know what kind of bold statement it was, but I, I do believe that I, on, in this particular situation, I would rather be on the front end of that and, and exit early than than exit late. Just, that's just where I would sit, man. I I just. Um, I don't think this is a time for any, I mean, obviously fear, and, and, and we see a lot of it play out in sports, man, but, but to disrespect it and, and yeah. to, to, to not take it serious like a Rudy Gobert did and like the NBA did until they found one guy that, that tested positive, I mean, that's just not the way you want to go. I do want to point out, too, the Rudy Gobert thing, that video that's going around, that was dumb, but that all happened before he was officially, um, it was identified that he actually had the disease. And I didn't realize that. I thought he'd done that when he was just messing around at the press conference. So those are that's the way that people are looking at it, but that's not actually what happened. So but yeah, it was still kind of dumb and he's apologized for it. So but yeah, he's well, that, that he, he changed the narrative though. I mean he did change that, the narrative though. Oh yeah, no doubt. He was the one that I, I think when we all see it play out in sports like that and we see the medical staff, we see the games, we see the, the arena empty out, we see everybody take it serious. It don't matter where you're from, it don't matter how much money you got in that in the bank, it doesn't matter how big or small your house yeah. is. 
I think everybody looks at it and goes, uh-oh, this stuff right here is for real. Mm-hmm. When you talk about the NBA, Justin, I, I think it was interesting that um, we talked. We had a couple of uh, NBA guys on yesterday, and the fact that Utah traveled Rudy Gobert knowing that he had symptoms of, of this, this COVID-19 was, was interesting. Um, so, I, you know, we were not in the locker room. We don't know all the details, right. but, but clearly, clearly, um, the, 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 I think the, the, the point to be made from Rudy Gobert is take this stuff serious, man. A week of spring ball is not that important in the big scheme of things. That's and true. so um, that's just – I don't know, man. That's just where I sit with it. I just think it's not something to play with because, man, right. the, the unknown is the scary part. I think there's a lot of propaganda out that's there it. probably pushing things. But, but man, look here, it, it, if, if you happen to be the one in a million right now, it's a, it's a tough – it's a tough, uh, tough, tough deal, man. Yeah, it is. And even look, you're 99 percent most, you know, mostly likely, just like I am, and just like most of us here at the Buzz are, likely to get over it. Most of us. Uh, but again, it's not something you want to deal with if you can help it, obviously. And if you're if you're one of Rudy Gobert's teammates, like the one that caught it, you're thinking, "Thanks a lot, bro." Uh, but I mean, those guys are <laughs> yeah. as healthy as you're going to get, and they're going to get over it. It's fine, but it's still something you'd rather not deal with if you can help it. And then obviously, for some people, it can be extremely serious. So, anyway. All right, yeah, Clint. Well, look, Justin, yep. it, 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 it's one of the things where you, you start looking around and going, hey, man, have you been to Europe? Hey, did you just get back? I, I was in the Apple store a couple of days ago, and these three ladies across the table from me were talking about, well, I'm glad we got back from Europe in time. And I'm thinking, man, get, get come on. I'm, i got to get out of here. I'll get that phone later. <laughs> hey, social distancing. That is the yes. catchphrase. Use it and <laughs> abuse it, my friend. And you know what? A year from now, I'm going to go, just on the off chance, anything else pops up, you stay over there. Yesterday, man, we were at the basketball tournament, Clint, and it's loud in the arena, right? And RJ keeps close talking me. I'm like, dog, get back. And he's like, I'm sorry, man. I goes, I can't, I, can't, I can't hardly hear. And I'm like, I don't care. Text me then. Get away from me. You're all up in my business. This is uncomfortable. Hey, texting rates have gone through the roof. Dude, he close talking me. It's pissing me off. I was like, get off me, dog. I had a guy come up to shake my hand, and he, he didn't look like you needed to be shaking his hand. And I put up. I looked at him, and he was like, oh, I don't know what I was thinking. We're not shaking hands anymore. And I was like, no, we're not. <laughs> not yours. <laughs> All right, Clint, hang in there, buddy. Stay safe. We'll talk right. to you. You boys be good. See y'all later. <laughs> don't stick that hand out there. <laughs> I shook hands yesterday. I didn't think twice about it, but I was washing and rubbing oh, repeatedly. My hands are so raw. I got a question. What do you do about apples? What do you mean? I mean, people were touching the apples at the store, looking at them. Well, at the store, not many. If you get them, I get them at Sam's. I buy the bag. Bagged. Yeah, they're bagged. See, I don't buy, buy the bagged apples. Maybe I should. I can pick you up a bag of uh, Honeycrisp today if you want me to. I'm going by Maybe Sam's. So, if there's any left. Because <laughs> you think about it, you, yeah. you pick up your apples. I don't, How many people have picked them up? I, I washed the heck out of my oh, I washed fruit. it today. Yeah. And you it, get that fruit spray you don't can buy? Wa- don't wash it in Lysol. It's not healthy. Uh, I got a call, or we got a note here from uh, our friends at Youth Home. Exhibition, which was scheduled April 3rd, has been postponed. And we're working on a later date, so we'll let you know on that. But uh, that's unfortunate. But that's probably not out of the ordinary. I mean, it's coming up here pretty soon. So, anyway, we'll take a quick break. And it is 11.50. How does this affect your pets? Now, I know that's not the primary concern for most people, but I was curious about it today. Me, of all people. Mr. Pet Free. Mr. I might get a parakeet at some point. So, we're going to talk to a veterinarian. Because here's the thing. Not only for the pets for you, but you for the pet. If I've got it, if I'm sick, if I'm showing signs, should I be avoiding uh, Smoochie or whatever my dog's name is? I don't know, but the vet will.
right, 11.55, we're up against the tight window here. So I started thinking, I don't know why I was on whim. I mean, I'm, we're obviously worried about sports and people and all that, and that's great. But I thought, what about humans giving COVID-19, or should they be concerned about giving it to their pets, or can pets carry it? I don't even know. I have no idea. But I know someone who does. I know a really good veterinarian, and just because he's an LSU fan, I hold not, hold, don't hold it against him. Dr. Renee Laverne is joining us to talk about this for just a few minutes, Doc. We've only got a few minutes before the top of the hour, so I won't be too hard on you. Great to catch up with you. How are you? Good, good. All right. So what what should I be thinking about here with uh, this disease or anything else related to human-to-animal uh, transmission? Okay. So, so far it's a new virus, but dogs don't get it, our cats. Uh, there are a lot of coronaviruses that dogs get and we get, but for this one, it's not. There has been one tested, but they think it was just a carrier. So f- really, you think of it as the doorknob. You know, the, what, the first prevention is if you're sick, stay home. The second is wash your hands. So every time a client brings a dog here, we touch the dog, then we wash our hands because that client could have sneezed on the dog and the virus be on the first. So it's a fomite, just like the doorknob. So, um, you know, don't it, it's a uh, um, restrict from people and people who are sick, but the dogs aren't getting it. But they can these viruses can stay for a very long time on a surface like a doorknob and on your pet. Do dogs get allergies? Yes, they do. Okay, and we treat them with medicine. Yes. Okay. Didn't know they never had a dog that had like uh, allergies. I guess. Oh yeah, there's there's a lot of allergies. There's a lot of. Um, a lot of the drugs used for humans, the research was done on animals. So for most most animal conditions, we can use human drugs after they've gotten cheaper. When they're when they're very expensive brand names, sometimes they're not affordable. But then, uh, but yeah, a lot of conditions we treat, and yes, we do treat a lot of allergies. A friend of mine sent me a text and said he's got a guinea pig and he's not really worried about him. He said he eats his own poop, so I imagine he's pretty got a pretty good immune system, and that's a great point. Most animals do have a tendency to do that, so what the heck, right? I mean, they're pretty tough. Say loving. That's right. <laughs> uh, I haven't talked to you in a while. Congratulations on your Tigers for the national championship. And, uh, you know, maybe baseball could have pulled a double for you guys this year, but I guess yeah. we won't know. It's a dream season. You know, it reminds me of uh, Nolan and the Hogs. Yeah. Um, you know they were they were at it a couple years in a row and and that was the dream. But uh, we uh, we don't expect to repeat it. But uh, boy, we appreciate it. There's no doubt. Well, Doc, stay safe, be good. Appreciate the info, and uh, we'll talk to you later. All right, you too. All right, take care, Dr. Renee Laverne. He's my go-to guy. West Rock Animal Hospital does a great job. So uh, again, don't hold the LSU against him. But unlike Tiger Bait, he's actually a good dude. So there's that. They do exist, Wes. You're, you're related to some. Yeah, I am. Only by marriage. Don't lick your dog. And don't let your dog lick you too much, especially if you're sick. Well, she's got some uh, peanut butter. Wes! Wes!